Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 31st of March. It is the last day of March, and it is a life-defining month in every single one of our lives. And I had yesterday run across a post that Maureen Cook posted on the radio page in Facebook, and it spurred me. I answered her this long answer, and I thought, why don't I just do a show on it? We need to talk about this time because there's two distinctive differences in the two biggest things that happened in our history during our lifetime, anyone that's listening right now, during our lifetime. And one of them was 9-11, and now we have this, which is claiming as many lives. During 9-11... It happened in a morning, the whole thing, beginning to end. And then as a result of it, all these other dominoes fell. However it happened, who did it, the whole thing was very protected and left to conspiracy theory people. This was something that we heard about. And blind are the meek. They heard it. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't think it would get them. Nobody thought anything big about it because we were not told about it as a big thing. And up and crept up. And within a month, even though it started in January, so we had all February, doctors were warning, people were warning. I watched a lot of programs since I saw Maureen's text. And they weren't they weren't programs I'd normally watch, but I I watched Fox TV, I watched CNN, I watched interviews of people. Dr. Fochi his interviews as well. And it's a very unpredictable we have no idea what the outcome is. We have no idea what the day is. We have no idea if we will get it, if we didn't get it yet. And we are all in protection mode of ourselves and of each other. And until we really started staying home because we think, gosh, all I have to do is stay home. Yeah, all we have to do is stay home because if we don't, it's going to be a, a huge mess. And we've never seen anything like it. So we are doing things that are not anything like we've ever done, right? We're matching energy. Okay, this is a big problem. The exchange is this is what we have to do. But I'm going to read you Maureen's post, and then I'm going to read you what I wrote her, but I deleted it because it would be redundant if I did it on the show, and I I decided that it was better here. So she said, if there was ever a time for prayer, I think it is now. I hear and see lots of positive posts and funny ones about the virus, and it's all good, but also there is many people in pain right now, 
and many healthcare workers overworked. Let's pray, and not just words, but put feeling and energy with it, and send them love and hugs and strength. Just felt it had to be said, as I'm not feeling an emphasis of caring or giving of prayers, time, and energy right now. When this is the time, it is needed. I hope this makes sense to some of you. It's like a war is happening. And sure, we can think positive and maybe even understand it. But we have wounded soldiers right now. And those who are working for all of us and looking at the whole picture and acting accordingly. Just my thoughts at the moment, maybe everyone is praying. Maybe the message is for me. I don't know. I just felt like getting that out of my system. Thank you. And I thought, wow, you know, we're all dealing with this day by day, hour by hour. They keep telling us it's going to get worse. And we're looking at all the essential workers and all the doctors and all the nurses who are literally on the front lines, and the bullet is the virus. And so I listened to, well, I've been since the beginning of this, but more so yesterday, interviews with those doctors because their point of view is different than ours, and there's a lot to learn from them. And they see this stuff, not nothing like what they're seeing now. They could not have foreseen what they're going through now, the apocalyptic-type atmosphere. But there's a doctor named Cornelia, and I tried to get her last name. They didn't put it, but I think it was Grids. Um, she was on a show uh, called Don Lemon on um, CNN last night, and she's a surgeon, and so is her husband. And she said something that tried to give perspective, and she said, I know it looks like an apocalypse now. It is really bad, and we are going to lose people. It's already happening, so I'm not saying anything new. But every single day, we are learning. And every single day, we get better at what we're doing and smarter. And I thought about that, and I thought that is the answer to probably the one of many of our prayers. And then this morning, just right before the show, Nancy Pelosi was getting interviewed. And she said, science is the answer to our prayers. Every single needed community in our world is waking up. And all the stuff that didn't matter is dying down. And I know this is going to sound weird, but that's the answer to our prayers. A lot of us say, why are we doing this? Why are we paying that? Why is everything so expensive? Why is this? And we're, we're just not able to live quality lives. No one thought or could have foreseen that the new world has to birth itself through this kind of apocalyptic type 
atmosphere that we are all going through and the emotional roller coasters of like, oh, my God, what is going on? And finding ourselves at home and facing ourselves. It, it, it's, it's like it has this job to do to force all of us to be alone, to go through what we have to go through and come out stronger. This is the answer that I gave Maureen yesterday. And I said, hi, Maureen. Yes, we pray and we feel that warmth and love and appreciation for all of our workers in their lives that are unimaginable at this time. We have to be positive. We have to try to be funny because they see these things too. And that positive begets positive. But I I don't mean funny like making fun of them because that's in poor taste. But we have to be able to have perspective. Comedians are most sought after in really hard times because people need balance. If we only showed happiness without balance, that would not serve us or the essential workers well. And if we were broken and worried, that would be off balance too, if that is all we felt. We pray, I pray, my sister is an essential worker and is out in the public every single day. And when we speak, we create, we, it's, it's funny, we create a balance and feel normal for a minute And that carries her in a way and me in another way. Positive does not mean we are unaware. It means we have hope and we are trying to make it through the eye of the needle. Some things feel out of place in these times and we can see those things clearly and we can just move on. Yet, for the most part, we are surviving this in so many ways. Even those staying home and never having faced themselves before hitting a wall or domestic abuse that keeps the abused and the abuser in close quarters is also all happening now. The bigger picture is that this is happening and we are facing it in one way or another because we have to. Beautiful things are coming out of it and really scary things are also coming up each and every day. May we all, maybe we all just needed to get this conversation since this is a brand new and full of reactions conversation because no one could have ever imagined it to this level no matter how prepared we tried to be. We are all over the place right now in emotions and some moments are definitely better than others. May we all keep our love, our hope, our prayers for each other and our positivity all day long. We need all parts of us working so we can face this head on. 
This is a great observation, and thank you for putting it out there. We are right now redefining every single one of us, whether we're in the front lines or we're part of the people, wherever we're at. And I know this is going to sound weird to say, but not weird. All where we are meant to be in this crisis. And my prayers are for everybody, those seen and those unseen. Because whatever it is your soul needs to take from this and grow from this, whether it is for the purpose of today or maybe it may spur something in you that you decide to do in a way to help people once the major crisis of this contamination process is over. You don't know that, but what we do know is that those of us who are meant to make it out of this will. And those of us who are part of making this what it needs to be will go home. And my prayer is that in each and every day, that when we operate from truth and love and purity, there are no regrets. I am scared at times, like, to the point of, oh my God, what if this takes people I love? And then I said, but it is taking people that people love. And if I'm one of them, I have to be one of them. If I'm meant to be, if it's me, I have to be one of them too. I have to be. I want what God wants, also wants, is us to wake up every day and fight for life, whether it's our own or others or both, depending on where we are. No soul earth is more important than another and no soul on earth is left behind this is an unusual time because we are thinking about life and death every single day it's weird when I sleep and then I wake up and I'm like oh my gosh this is this is here because when we sleep we're back at home everything is perfect and then we wake up and we have to remember where we're at and what we're facing and what we're doing when I walk into my office in the mornings to come and do the show I thank God that I have an office that I can't do the show that we can speak that we can express that You know, Maureen could write something and I could talk about it or I could say something and you could think about it or Christ could work through us in this time. 
because it all starts with how we feel about what is going on in our lives and what is going on around us. I could go all day saying, wow, those people getting their lives, and I do in so many ways. I want to watch everything they have to say. I want them to be heard. I want to share what they're saying. I want to do what they're doing. I could do that, and I've chosen to do so. I have chosen to pray, and every time it's like not even prayers anymore alone. It's like talking to God saying, oh, wow, look at this angel. Look at these people that no one saw before. People are great. They have been great, and they have been overshadowed by politics, and rushing, and stress, and pressure. There are great people in our world that are now, are now in our world. If there was ever a great filter, a great sieve of who's important in the sense of our jobs, If we don't come out of this understanding our healthcare system, understanding making things in this country and not depending and, and putting things out and staying a service country and people are out of jobs and we're all about service and we're making stuff overseas and then when we need it, we can't get it. We need to be an independent world Every country needs to produce. We need to produce and work together to produce so that when our countries go get into trouble, which no one ever thought this was coming, we can take care of ourselves without burdening another country that's also in trouble. And all of us would be working towards a common cause that we understand We have a lot of lessons right now. That's why I write a lot about us thriving, God watching over us. This didn't come just to scare us. This is here to teach us. Just like the stock market has corrections, this feels like a human correction where we are realigning what's important to us as human beings. One of the first things in Origins of Truth when I started writing, which blew me away at the time, was that we were going home unfinished. We weren't learning. We just would be born, we would plug ourselves in, and then we'd die and we'd plug ourselves out. The reason there is so much thriving right now is because the things we needed from each other, like working together, having a common cause, understanding what's important and what isn't, which we've gotten so far away from that some 
kid gets a gun and goes to school and shoots his classmates or a concert is going on and some guy goes in a hotel room and decides to shoot everybody there, as many people as they can. We got to the point where people are just killing people. No one cared. We're bombing a country. We're killing this guy. We're arguing with people. We're doing all of these things that are senseless, mindless, lack of caring, lack of compassion, and now we are fighting for a human life like we've never fought before. And all that happened in one month. Been happening in other countries for a few months, but Compared to history, this is, they think, a small blurb in our history. But this did not come lightly because we needed, we needed something to jolt us into paying attention, to paying attention to the lack of quality of our lives and the heavy-handed materialistic way we've been living and it's not bad it just wasn't needed it was like we were putting space filler and after space filler time filler into our lives to the point where we were on medication to calm ourselves down my prayers for the workers my prayers for the people who are forced to go literally almost 24 hours a day, people who cannot see their children, people who got the virus because we didn't have adequate protection yet, or all the time. With everything I see or every thought I have, there's no way you could get around it. And in that, I always ask God, when you need me, where you need me, I am ready. I'm ready. I'm up and ready to go. I'm ready for anything, whether it's a position to be helping in in a greater way than what I'm doing, just through prayer. If it's for later and not today, May you watch over the people who are now thriving with their life in their hands. With their life in their hands. That doctor last night said that when they realized the capacity of this, because both her and her husband are are surgeons, once they realized what was going on and how contagious this was, They have two young kids, and they both wrote their wills out, which they just didn't think to do because they're younger. They're not kids, but they're not, you know, 45 years old either. They're right in that middle part. And when she got off, she said, America's a great country. I don't feel like my needs aren't being met. I mean, past the obvious but we've never seen anything like this. 
And what I loved about listening to her talk was that there was a positive tone that we're going to come out of this even though I may not. We will. This is a great world. This is a great country. And the refreshing part is that this isn't political. The meek, it's all about them, what they're going to get out of it and why they're going to get what they want out of it. And it never leaves their mind. But for the most part, people, the people we are seeing, the feeling people, the speaking people, the real people who have no vested interest in what they have to say, what made me feel strength in what I know of God is that we get to hear from them. And may we all take what we are seeing and what we are doing and what we may do from today on forward, however it ends up looking in our lives. continue to grow forward together, not without each other. At the end of the day, what's true will survive, what's based in love will survive, what's based in our innocence will survive. Everything else, it's like it's on Teflon. It's just sliding away. It can't even go away fast enough. May we all continue to involve God in our thinking, in our prayers for each other, for the people on the front line who are exhausted. Every single one of them, whether you saw the interview or not, or whether I saw it or not, their energy is reaching us. And we are reaching back. We may not be qualified to do what they are doing. And they got into an industry that they wanted to help people, never thinking that they will ever see what we are seeing right now. And they stepped up because they had the capacity and the beauty and the love and the caring And right now, God is shining a light on them as well as shining their light so that we can see the fight for a human life. And we are seeing that, and we are feeling it. We are growing together because of it. We will never, ever, ever, never not appreciate them ever again. Oh, they're just a whatever. We're watching people try to fight through the non-essential thoughts, the non-essential work, the non-essential way of treating each other. And everything is dialing back to truth, to love, and to purity. And it is not pretty. But it also wasn't pretty getting there either. 
And we have to know that God has a plan. It's not what we're thinking, but God has a plan. We are matching energy every single day. And through our prayers, we're matching energy with our greatest source of truth, love, and purity. And that is God. We are all together. And God is our greatest resource. And I'm hearing it more and more from people who've never even used those words before. It's undeniable. It's undeniable that we are in this together. I hope that I answered your question, Maureen. I thank you guys for sticking today's show out because we will never be apart again. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.